Hi, and welcome to Save Your Sorry. The podcast where we talk about the rise and fall of a celebrity. And give our opinions along the way. Katrina want a rib, Katrina want a steak, and Katrina want a piece of your chocolate cake. Alrighty. <laughs> that, that took me out. Yada, 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 Jose. <laughs> Top tier intros this episode. <laughs> So who are we discussing today, Katrina? We're finally out of our October fest. Yes, no more spooky dookies. <laughs> Which I did love, but we're back. Yeah, I appreciated it. I don't mind the regular stuff. I love the specialty stuff as well. Uh-huh. So we're back and now I'm talking. I know this is a blast from the past. I don't think I've had an episode in about seven years. That's true. It was like five years of Jose. I know, and you're going to find out why it hasn't happened. <laughs> so on today's episode, we will actually be discussing the new, horrible, popular, toxic, and uh, we're pretty sure abusive couple on the block, rapper Blueface and his on and off girlfriend, mistress, side piece, Christian Rock. Oh my goodness. I've been debating about doing this one for so long, but then I was like, it's exhausting, you guys. It, it was a lot. So you know how usually people say, we're going to take a deep dive into... No. We are taking a shallow dive because something tells me that we ain't quite finished with seeing this cup. No, it's... You know, it's so weird. I never hear about them besides on like the gossip kind of pages we follow. Yes, they are not mainstream media gossip, only the T pages gossip, only here recently with TMZ. Yeah, they're they're getting more out there, but it's negative because they're getting out there because they're abusive towards each other. Oh, 100%. Nothing positive is coming out of these stories. I was going to ask if you were familiar with Blueface and, and Christian, but you, you pretty much gave your answer. Uh, were you familiar with Blueface by himself previous to this relationship? No. The first time I heard about either one of them, I heard Blueface's name before here and there. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a stupid name. <laughs> but then I started really hearing about them when Old Girl lost her tooth. Okay. Okay. So that's how that's how long you've been clued in. So maybe about like a couple years. That All long? Right. Yeah, a couple years. He's been famous, I would say, about, let's say, uh, 18, 19, 21. So he's been about famous on and off five, six years. He hasn't been in the business that long. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was unsure about who I was going to talk about on this episode. I didn't, like, come up with Blueface and Christian, like, straight off the top. Also, I don't know if you pronounce her name Christian, but I'm going to call her Christian because I ain't got time to sound out each and every letter of this woman's name. It's, it looked like Christian. It sounded like Christian. I'm going to call her that. Oh, I think I already said Krishan. Yeah, and it might be Krishan, but I ain't got time to do that every time I say her name. Because <laughs> I, I saw some back in the day when she was like doing some kind of like sports thing. They're calling Krishan? They were calling her Shawnee or Sean. <sighs> now I'm going to have to call this motherfucker Krishan. All right. <laughs> But I don't I don't really know. Now you done switched my pronunciation. Now she's Krishan now. Now I got to call her this proper name. Okay. But yeah, uh, I wasn't unsure about who I was going to talk about. But as I kept seeing these people in the news, especially this past week, 
when I knew it was my episode to do, they're popping up on all the T pages and TMZ. And I was like, well, okay, this must be a sign of you need to really look into this couple or bitch, you need to rearrange your alg algorithm. And, you know, I ain't had time to do the second one. So I picked Blueface and Krishan. Before he was calling women Tatiana's, Blueface was born Jonathan Porter on January 20th, 1997, which makes this man an Aquarius. And I was nervous because... He was right at the cutoff for the Capricorns. <laughs> for the rest of this episode, I will kind of go between calling this man both Blueface and Jonathan. I feel like I will say Jonathan more so at the beginning. And then when we get more into his antics and more of the reason why he's so controversial, I'll probably switch more to Blueface. But either way, Blueface, Jonathan, that's who I'm talking about. Jonathan was raised in Los Angeles and throughout his childhood, he both lived with his mother and his father separately, mostly with his mother. And then when he got to a certain age as a teenager, he got settled with his father in Oakland. So Jonathan had a tall frame that lent him success in sports, specifically football. In high school, he even reached the state championship with one of the high school teams that he attended because he did attend a couple different high schools because he went back and forth between his mother and father. And then he even went on to play football in college in North Carolina at Fayetteville State University. He ended up playing football for a short period of time before he eventually realized that it was just not something that he wanted to do for a long period of time. And he ended up withdrawing and going back to California. Is uh, there a reason just besides him not wanting to do it? All that I read is that he liked it. And then at one point he just realized he'd rather not play football anymore. Huh. It didn't say like he got kicked out of school or anything. It said he withdrawed. So I figured he wouldn't feel it anymore. Maybe he wasn't as good as he thought he was all around. Just he realized he had a different calling. Maybe. So that was at 2016. So in 2017, he's back in California trying to figure out what he wants to do. While he's back in California, he is also back into a relationship with his on and off girlfriend from high school, Jayton Alexis, who has had his first child, Javon Porter, at this time. So Jonathan is staying with Jaden, kind of dabbling in between figuring out what he wants to do and staying at home with the baby, like a little, like a stay at home dad. It was That was how he was described in his uh, New York Times profile from 2019, is that he said that while he was still figuring out what he wanted to do, Jaden would go off to work. He'd stay at home with, the, uh, with his boy. Okay, I've got to hold my judgment so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, his fate was kind of chosen for him, or he ended up finding his calling randomly. He was going back and forth between being a barber or something else, and then he takes a visit to one of his friend's studios, and that results in Blueface playing with Mike and rapping and ended up enjoying how he sounded, getting gassed up and maybe thinking about, okay, I, I want to dabble into this music industry thing. I want to become a rapper. And that's what he decided to do. It always surprises me when people pick up rap later in life. Yeah, not like as a children. Not like as a children. What the fuck? <laughs> Not as a child, yeah. I'm just stuck on how I said that. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it always seems to me like you always had that hidden talent inside you and you just decided to do it one day. I don't know. It's It, it just always surprises me. Yeah, or you never tried it at all at 
any time and then just decided to rap. That's like scary. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't try no practice lines, no practice bars before you said this is your career? No, and I mean, he has to be at least somewhat good to be somewhat famous. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he was playing around with the mic. He liked the sound of his voice, decided he wanted to be in the music industry, and then started making songs and uploading them to where? SoundCloud. This was that era, specifically. So one of his first early songs to get attention was uh, Dead Lokes. Now, Jose, are you familiar with this song or phrase? I can't say I am. Well, it means to swear or put something on your dead homies. For example, I'm falling the fuck out as soon as we're done recording on the dead Lokes. I don't like it. What? What? What this is, is Lokes California. Mean? Uh, it's your dead homies, dead lokes. How am I supposed I, to know? I'm not from California. I don't I, speak this language. I, I guess. I don't you know. You know what we say. I swear on my mama I'm doing <laughs> I, I'm I'm just suburban. I, I put I don't that know. on my mama. I turned that homework in, Miss Walker. But that's what dead lokes means. And that was one of his first songs to really not go viral yet, but blow up get some attention let's read a few lyrics of this masterpiece tatted to my face fuck a job if i go broke somebody getting robbed on a dead lokes i kind of like that i don't mean to be mean don't chase me bitch chase your dreams oh yeah yeah fire i mean it's not horrible <laughs> it's not horrible Oh, trust me, that's the only one I wanted to put because some of these songs, these lyrics, I mean, listen to the rest of Dead Lokes and see if you like another line out of that bitch. Okay. You won't. It's too much. What if I become like the biggest blue face fan after this? <laughs> I would fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> if I come to your house and you are blasting some blue face, bitch, I'm done. This is in 2017, but now we're in 2018 and his most popular song to date, Tatiana, was released. And as time passed, it went viral. So much so, it ended up having two remixes, one with rapper YG and another one with rapper Cardi B. They ended up having a third version that, of course, puts those two versions with Blueface. But at first, they were two separate remixes that were kind of staggered in releases. And this is like a whole year after he had already released Tatiana. So that's how, over time, it just got bigger and bigger and more people were talking about it to the point where they didn't even care that Blueface had the same verse and they were just getting these recycled remixes. The song was just that banging. Or for some people, it's the first time hearing it too. That too. That too. But like I said, it it was like, it was on the radio for a year. Was that, is it, are we talking about the Bust It Down Tatiana song? Yes. Okay. I feel um, like it kind of became a meme, so that's why it probably became more famous. Yes, and I was going to talk about that too, definitely. One of my favorite lines from the Cardi B remix is literally her first one. I was <laughs> I was home with my kid, Mama Yana. <laughs> 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 it's just, of course, she would say that. So for the next couple of years, Blueface was criticized for his rap style of rapping off beat nonsense lyrics or very simple lyrics but it didn't stop the other songs he released afterwards like bleed it stop capping studio and those other offbeat treasures 
becoming popular. And the reason why Tatiana and all those other releases afterwards became so popular is just because what you said. His style, his lyrics, his songs were very mean. Like there was memes going all around from the songs in particular to Blueface and just the way he would act and dress and his dances. And it was just like he embraced the jokes as well as would continue on his antics. So it just fed the attention on him. And he just got bigger and bigger to the point where even if the music wasn't everybody's taste, Blueface was entertaining, so they kept watching him. Yeah, even if you've never even heard the song, I'm sure you've heard people say "Busted Down Tatiana," or you've at least heard people call people Tatianas out of nowhere in 2018, 19, and you were like, "Where the fuck did this word come from?" Yeah, because I had never heard that. Well, actually, not since I was a child. So there was like this 12 year gap of me never hearing Tatiana. So oh, yeah, he brought it back. He brought it back for me. Maybe it was always in the air, but I hadn't heard it in a long time. Also, with him embracing the joke, staying on the pulse of music where it doesn't even matter if the music is good, but you're just continually releasing music. So you're in the cycle, you're in the news. Jonathan Blueface is not, he's not ugly. He's a decent looking man. Tattoo placement aside, because sometimes he put them tattoos in weird ass places, but you know, I, I support creativity. Uh, he's also entertaining and he stays on social media. When you have, when your fans or other soon to be fans or people who are just interested have access to you, like the way that Blueface was giving access to his fans, you also gain more people because they just like to see what you do on a regular basis. What is he going to do? What is he going to say? Is he going to grab his crotch and thrust it in front of somebody else? Uh, is somebody going to show their titties at his show? Is he going to jump into the crowd? Is he going to harass somebody while he's walking through the the station? I don't know. So it's just that kind of thing, too. Yeah, a lot of these newer celebrities really know how to use social media to their advantage. Oh, 100%. To the point where, like I just said, the music doesn't have to be spectacular. You just have to be a, a, a marketing genius <laughs> yeah you love you kind of start loving their persona and the music's just an added bonus exactly because a lot of times i i fall in love with a song and i don't fall in love with an artist and then sometimes i fall in love with an artist and then i might fall in love with their music later or i just fall in love with that artist and still follow them yeah he's a nice looking gentleman he's even charming to an extent he's very accessible via his music and he does garner a lot of female attention with the, the looks, with his dancing, and the fact that he is not afraid to be charming to women as well as be assholes to women. And some women enjoy that, unfortunately. And so his audience would grow on that side. And then you had the men who were very envious of the attention that he would get, as well as, I don't want to say idolizing, but in a way, idolizing the way that he also would treat women and try to emulate that. And so he would gain a male audience and a male fan base as well. So he kind of got the best of both worlds in working within his demographic. Yeah, everyone loves misogyny. <laughs> Unfortunately, in different ways. It's always trending. Now, I don't know if that uh, rings true on him having such a big fan base on the male and uh, female side right now because of some of the stunts that have come 
more recently in his career. And that the fact that when you talk about Blueface, when you talk about Jonathan, the last thing that anybody is bringing up right now is his music. It's just not being brought up. It's not being talked about despite him releasing music in 2022. Oh, I would not have known that. Yes. And this especially becomes even more true when you when you look at his career uh, trajectory after he started a relationship, whether you talk about the romantic version or the working version that led to the romantic with, what's her name again? Say it. Krishan. Krishan Rock. <laughs> at least I think that's how it is. We're going to say it. So, yeah, especially uh, as the years has pa have passed, you have seen Blueface's relevancy gone down. But you do see it spiked only when you see him and Krishan together. In 2020, Blueface had the idea to, to create an OnlyFans reality TV show. Apparently, he had got this idea after seeing some girls fight on set of some sort of music videos, or this was always in his consciousness based on the reality TV he used to watch, but either or, in 2020, he decided to create Blue Girls Club, which of course is a ripoff of the name Bad Girls Club, which was another reality TV show. Now it works exactly kind of like Bad Girls Club. You get a diverse collection of women and you stick them in a house filled with alcohol and you, you shake some shit up with some challenges or a night out or two, and then you just watch the fireworks explode. And you said this was on OnlyFans? Were they naked? This was on OnlyFans. Now, I am not sure if they were full-blown naked, but I did hear that they, you know, they some walked around half naked. I did hear that some of the challenge or some of the episodes featured the girls trying sex toys on each other. So I would assume that they had to be a little naked for that. I don't think everybody got naked. I do think a fair amount of the girls did. There were 10 girls in this house. Reportedly, he charged people anywhere from $50 to $30 for a subscription of this show. And the women were never even paid for it. This was all exposure. Oh. So this he's is a, girls club. He's a genius. An evil genius. An evil genius, but still a genius. Sure. Actually, not. Sh no, I don't want to agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're him. telling me. He ain't no genius. He's an asshole. He's an asshole, but at the end of the day, he's making money off of it. Somebody's controlling him, so whoever's controlling Blueface is the real genius. Uh, you don't think he came up with this? No, I don't think. I think he could have came up with this, but I don't think that he's in charge of everything. He's just like the face. Yes. Okay. The blue face. <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, this was like a Bad Girls Club ripoff, but this was done poorly. The girls aren't getting paid anything, not even a fucking stipend like they used to do on Oxygen. The girls, based off of a re uh, an Insider Report article that came out in 2021, Five of the girls talked, and they were talking about how they never got paid. The house was never clean. Producers, there wasn't a real production company, but the uh, producers that they had there slash security would always, like, ask questions and stir shit up to make the girls want to fight. There was fighting all the time where it was not even peaceful, and the girls said that their bedrooms didn't lock. So sometimes you were in fear of anybody walking in 
and either hurting you or just beating your ass because you just don't know. They said Blueface cut costs and so he didn't have to hire like a big professional production company. He got some of his friends and security to walk around as boom operators and cameramen to get the action. And they said with the subscriptions that he got for the first season that was airing anywhere between like October and November, he netted about a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's not giving a woman any of that. Nope. And this is the same because this is the first season. This is the same season that uh, Krishan is, is, you know, meets Blueface and ends up losing her tooth. Another girl within like two or three days of getting there slips on like a bowl or some glass that was hawked during a fight that she was trying to break up and she breaks her leg. Damn. So how did Krishan lose her tooth? I've heard two different things. I heard that she got into a, I've heard she got into a fight with another girl in the house. I heard she got into a fight with his baby's mama. I heard she got into a fight with a sister. But all I know is that she got into a fight in that house and lost her tooth. Yeah. I, gone. I, I heard she lost her tooth over blue face. Yes. So it could have been, it could have been with Jaden, but I, I, the the source I read that wasn't reliable, so I didn't write that down in the story. I just know that she lost her tooth while she was in that house in an altercation. Okay. He ends up getting these ten girls who are good looking, have very low expectations, that are willing to do ridiculous challenges, stay fucked up on alcohol most of the time for exposure and the chance to make it into Hollywood. And it, it worked. It became it became a hit with the clips going viral on social media when they were leaked and Krishan becoming the star. She was the, what do you want to call it? She was the breakout star, essentially. Once she lost her tooth, it felt as that, bit, that shit empowered her. It was like her kryptonite. <laughs> it needed to come out of her mouth for her to be who she was. Believe it or not, I learned everything I know about Krishan through Twitter because as Blueface and Krishan was rising in popularity and everybody is like, who is this chick who will not let this man go? Where did she come from? Who the fuck did she used to be? What did she do? Whatever. There were these things that would come out about her childhood, about the sports she would do, about her family, uh, the show that she was on before Blueface. And so it was just... Twitter told me everything about Krishan. So I saw that she's one of 12 children Damn. and that the house that she grew up in was very toxic. The mother and father not getting along and abuse claims being there with her father. She's alleged she's alleged that her father was abusive. Like physically? Yes. Okay. She was a very, well, at one time she was a great track and field out athlete. I say at one time because... I, I don't know if the skills fall off. I don't know if she still runs. I don't know what she does. But uh, the videos that I saw of her running track, she looked great. She was fast and she looked focused. Looks day and night to what she looks like now. Yeah, I saw her on some competition show. Yes. She was looked amazing. I was like, damn, girl. Yes. So you saw her on the show Ultimate Tag. So Ultimate Tag aired on Fox. And that's funny because I was just, I know you probably saw the clip from Twitter, but I was going to ask you, did you ever remember, granted, it doesn't exist anymore. It was canceled. But did you ever even remember the show? There's so many. 
there's so many shows that come out like that that just last for a season or something or I don't know sometimes they last years and I just it's not my type of show I don't pay attention yeah I just feel like I if you watch YouTube like perfect the clips of professional tag that shit is exciting and very entertaining and I I'm probably uh sure if I look back on this show it probably was as well because the clip I saw Krishan was entertaining but I had never ever heard about this show at all until I saw that clip but yeah it was called Ultimate Tag it aired on Fox and the great thing was that Krishan won the goddamn show oh did she yes the trash thing is that it was only worth ten thousand fucking dollars oh it's I mean Still, it's ten thousand dollars. Even Fear Factor had fifty thousand. God damn. Yeah, but it's a new show. Only lasts one season. They don't got that money. That's true. But get some more shit. If I'm running my lungs into the goddamn ground, what the fuck ten gonna do? I I'm I think ten's a good thing. I'm a greedy bitch. Yeah. Blink never been paid ten k. You want me to run? Show it, that too, bitch. <laughs> if I gotta run on camera. Just for the embarrassment you paying me 50 if I lose. <laughs> Seeing these titties in his stomach jumping in the air. Hell no, nah, I'm not about to get paid 10 and going home and everybody laughing at me. And you said this was before Blue Face Club. This is literally right before. Because after she won, she ends up auditioning for Blue Girls Club. Blue Girls Club. Like I said, she won uh, the 10K. It was a great addition to her, but she still wants to be famous. She wants to be known. She hears about what Blueface is doing. She sends out a audition video and she gets picked. Now, I don't know if I said it at the beginning or not, but I was not a, a, a Blueface fan. You know, I, I saw who he was. I heard his music. But besides the memes, I wasn't really here for it. It wasn't my type of shtick. It wasn't my type of music. When this show came out, and like I said, the clips that came out, I definitely heard about it. It was all over the timeline. People were calling Blueface abusive, a cult leader, saying this man's trying to trap these girls and get them pregnant. They were saying all types of stuff about this man. Some warranted, some unwarranted. Yeah, that trapping the girls getting pregnant kind of sounds just crazy the way that the ladies were being treated i understand why a lot of these conspiracy claims were coming out they showed the house in poor condition various times of it just being messy and dirty and just broken up they showed that the girls are sleeping in bunk beds at one time uh was it it, it could have been the first season it could have been season two or three but it doesn't fucking matter especially if it was in the later seasons that's wrong because but you still ain't got no money to class the place up yeah, I did. He stop the women from cleaning. He didn't stop anything. Like, He's in I, charge. I, he also has the power to hire people to clean. That's true, but they're living there. If they're making the mess, clean it up. I, I I can't hold him accountable for that. Yes, you can, because in just like any other TV show. You either make them clean or you get it clean, but you don't have them living in filth, especially if every girl didn't do that. That's that's weird to punish the whole house um, as well as have it in just have it in an unsafe condition. If there's broken furniture, if there's broken glass and there's dishes, safety issues, it needs to be resolved. It doesn't matter if X, Y and Z did it or not. Somebody needs to clean it up. 
because then you're just liable for getting sued. Now, granted, I don't know if they signed something saying that they they couldn't, but one girl on the third day already broke her goddamn leg, and it couldn't have been that messy at that time. Yeah. They, they also show Blueface coming into all the girls' rooms, waking them up, telling them that they all got to get tattoos of his name or they're getting the fuck out the house. No, see, that's not right right there. That yeah. is taking advantage of people who want to be famous and are desperate for it. Oh, yeah. Some of the girls, and the crazy thing is, after I read that Insider article where they interviewed five of the ten girls, some of the girls said that even though this was a terrible environment, very toxic, they didn't get exactly what they wanted out of it, but because of their follower accounts, they, in some of the exposure that they did end up getting, some of them don't regret it. I can see that, yeah. I mean, when you're that desperate for fame, you'll do anything for it. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like, at the least, if y'all were going to, like, I don't even want to say that, because that sounds rude. Say it. Like, if you're if you're going to put away your dignity, you should at least ask for some money. But that like, is rude. But there was... <laughs> but like you said there's always going to be somebody who's going to want to do it for free and that's who they're looking for when they you know these casting auditions or whatever they're they're looking for the people who are going to jump around and make themselves look like a fool and they're not going to be be fair blueface ain't got no dignity or integrity either no and none at all that's who he's going to attract Mm -hmm. krishan ends up is the breakout star of blue girls club she fights any and everybody the tooth came out that was her big identifier especially on social media because everybody was talking about the girl who's rocking the one tooth especially because she ended up rocking it for so long when they knew she had money to replace it but that's neither here nor there that's when i first saw her when she was making a video saying i just can't get it fixed guys i will eventually but i like how it looks I have money, bitch. I'm fixing it yesterday. I'm gonna have diamonds in all my teeth. <laughs> no, I would never do that. <laughs> so, Krishan even ends up getting signed to Blueface, uh, him working as her manager, and she even releases a couple of songs. I think one of them was called like Vibe. I don't remember what the other one was, but they actually hit a decent amount of views on YouTube. If you want to look it up and hear what Krishan sounds like and hear her sound and hear her voice and see if you think that she has a future in music. Because if she does, she needs to get the fuck away from this man and expand on that. Yeah, I think at a point she kind of, he helped definitely help her, you know, advance her career. But at this point, it's it's time to get off. It's time to hit the eject button. Yes, but that is not what happens. <laughs> so... Uh, Krishan is going on this little publicity tour with Blueface as her manager. She's releasing this music. Another season of Blue Girls Club would come and go on OnlyFans. And it's during this time that Jonathan's manager, WAC 100, one of the worst people ever. I'm not even going to go into him. You can look him up if you care. But he's just, he's literally his name. He's a whack-ass motherfucker. He's terrible. It was during this time that Jonathan's manager, Wack 100, tries to kick Krishan out the house. This is even on the internet, like a video where he is like mad at her, upset about her attitude, even says like she stinks. 
even at one point, like, tries to, like, go at her, where you have Blueface and another man, like, getting in front of her because uh, they had called the cops to get her removed from the house. And I guess she had proof that she lived there. So the cops were like, well, shit, we can't, we can't uh, chuck her out She if she lives here. Swatter's rights. Yeah, unfortunately and fortunately in some cases. And then in the video, Wax says something like, oh, she going to get out this house one way or another. And like you see him like try to gear up to charge at her like a like a bitch ass motherfucker. And this is on the the reality show. This uh, I don't think this happened while the reality TV show cameras were rolling. But there is like cell phone footage of this interaction. Now, did all the girls come back for this? different seasons or was it just That's her? I do not know. I know that Krishan was a mainstay, but I feel like he had to cycle out the girls. I, it couldn't have been the same 10 girls all three seasons. Okay. I just don't think so. But then again, I don't have the OnlyFans link to look up who, who was there. When it comes to WAC 100 trying to kick Krishan out the house, I don't know why he thought she was causing too much trouble, especially when that is exactly what y'all wanted her to do at the time. I guess now y'all just couldn't rein in the monster that you guys created. So then it was a problem because uh, she started to become more outspoken against y'all instead of being the one, instead of saying and doing what you guys wanted her to do. But still didn't warrant how he was treating her and what he was saying to her in that video. It just honestly, it just looked like he was just putting her down and wanted to say anything about her openly and publicly. It's revealed that she does end up leaving eventually. So at this time, the public is sure that there is more to Krishan and Jonathan's relationship, but nothing is officially confirmed and nothing is officially concrete. We just see them be very close and open with each other, but we also know that him and the uh, mother of his child, Jaden, you see them in pictures on and off. They also had some interactions on Instagram, you know, them fighting, her fucking up his car, you know, that type of stuff. So nobody is sure what to think of Krishan and Jonathan, but they are starting to think that there's more to the story. And is this when she has a tattoo of him already? Not yet. Okay. So especially at the end of 2021, Jayden Alexis, the mother of Jonathan's first child, announces with the video on Instagram that she is expecting her second child with Jonathan. Um, it like shows them, I think they're celebrating Christmas together. It's uh, Jaden, Javon, and uh, Jonathan sitting down in front of the tree. And I think like she shows them the pregnancy test and shows them that she's pregnant again. And then she uh, showed that video on Instagram. So it was out to the world. Okay. Now, this news was not news that Krishan wanted to hear. She was not happy to hear it at all, especially because a couple months into the new year of 2022, she breaks into Jonathan's house while she is on Instagram Live. She's on Instagram Live, very emotional. And then it's revealed after she got off Instagram Live, she ended up stealing one of his cars and like trying to drive across country, basically. But she got like... I think she got stopped in Arizona or she got arrested in Arizona, but I think she was trying to go to Maryland, which is on I, the other side of the country. I don't know if it was around this time, but I kept seeing like posts saying that Krishan was in love with Blueface and Blueface just saying he's her manager, nothing else. Yeah, we're, I, yeah, I think we're definitely in that area uh, based off what I'm about to say in the next 
later. Yeah. So okay. yeah, we're in that area where she's like, we're this, we're that. He's not really confirming, trying to stick to the manager angle because he still has his whole situation. But as we see, that will start to change. Yeah, I didn't even know these people and I was thinking, oh, this is his side chick or something. Yeah, this is messy. Mm-hmm. She broke into his house, steals his car. She ends up getting arrested. When she leaves the home, before she leaves, she writes, I love blue in blood on his wall. So, yeah. Whose blood? I'm assuming hers. Oh. So, uh, right That's now, I love scary. blue. Yeah, loving, uh, I love blue and blood. Obviously, this woman is very stable and well-adjusted. Yeah, lipstick would be scary enough after you broke into someone's house. <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking of Natalie Portman with the whore <laughs> on the uh, bathroom mirror. <laughs> Is that Black Swan? Yes. Okay. Ooh, that's a fucking movie right there. That'll fuck you up. So during this time of Krishan riding, riding off into the sunset with Blueface's car, he's on social media uh, just making a stink. He's uh, calling her crazy, calling her a thief and a dumbass. And saying that she was arrested and she tried to ask him to bail her out. But as soon as she's released, like a few days later, she's back up under Blueface. And you was talking shit about her. You trying to put her in your house. But you can't leave her alone either. Because they're back up under each other. Few short days after she gets arrested for taking his car. See, that's why I could never keep up with the story because you steal the car. He's calling you all these names and you're a thief. You get arrested for stealing his car. And then you guys are back together. Yeah, there's tons of back and forth in the story with them on social media after an event happens and them talking to each other, talking shit about each other, saying this, saying that. And literally the next day or hours later, or a week later, they're pictured together. They're on live together. It's just like, it's a it terrible. It don't make a lick of sense. It's a literal cycle with them, honestly. Uh-huh. Then you have, so now we're in the middle of 2022. And you have the family bash of 2022 featuring Blueface, Krishan, his mother, sister, and brother-in-law. At the end of May of 2022, Blueface's mother, Carlissa I think, or Carlisa, whatever, and his sister Callie go on Instagram, specifically his sister Callie, writes a post claiming that Blueface punched both her and her mother in the face, and then later that post is deleted. But she says that her brother punched her mother and her in the face. They got into a fight, and that he's this and he's that. But later, after all this is revealed, that post is deleted. Carlissa goes on and starts talking about what her son did. Specifically, what does she say? She says, all I know is my son will never bring that person around my family ever again in life. And that's all that matters. Carry on. And she shows a picture of her face that it doesn't look. I mean, I'm not saying she wasn't hurt. It doesn't look too bad. It kind of looks a little swollen. But if she got roughed up, she didn't get the worst end of it. Is what I'm saying. But uh, is she does, bruised? Is she blue in the face? She could either have dark, dark eyes, or she could have a black eye. I'm not sure, honestly. I, one thing I will say is that I'm not good at reading, like faces that are bruised. 
if a description says black eye, I have to believe them because sometimes I don't see it. But the picture says that her face is swollen. So we're going to say her face is swollen. And then uh, in another post, she says, and, and neither will the police or the judge the end, which I don't know why the police or the judge would bring Krishan around you, but whatever. She also goes on uh, saying, if I have enabled you in any way, I will ask God for forgiveness. You brought that trash bag and her dog where I laid my head and paid rent through, th through helping you build your business. And I asked you more than 10 times to get her out of my face. She says, I never believed them about you, but now I see. You are the living devil that I got pregnant with after that abortion. You haven't paid me ever since September for working in that restaurant, and my husband put his own money into it. I will see you in court. And this is his mom saying this? This is his mom. Now, what I will say is that I cannot stand his mama. His mama is an instigator. She's hard to hold sympathy for. And this is not how I felt at this time. At this time, I did feel bad because it's crazy that whether or not you could say somebody deserved it because we don't know what happened, whether it happened, uh, he did it, Krishan did it, some other person did it. Nobody deserves to be ambushed by their son, but you lose sympathy as things happen later. Carlisa, the mother, and Callie, the sister, don't mention Krishan at first at all. It's Blueface who does. Later, a video comes out to show part of the altercation of uh, whatever happened at the house, but you only see Krishan fighting Callie and they're tussling on the ground and you see people crowd around, but you specifically see Blueface right next to them fighting, standing, doing nothing. Then there's another video where you see Callie on the ground, unfortunately, freshly off her, her beating and her husband also who has been beat is like kind of unconscious in her arms laying on her legs, which Damn. was crazy to me because you don't see a video of that altercation. But Car uh, Callie is claiming that Blueface and his entourage jumped her family, specifically her husband. It was seven of them and her husband tried to fight them off, but he couldn't and he ended up getting beat. And she even implies that they jumped in on her a little bit, too. She even says that even after this whole altercation, her husband left her, which I don't know if that's still true, if he's still gone or not. But I was like, shit, I don't blame you. I'm not trying to get beat by my my wife's brother either. Yeah, if my wife's brother cronies. beats me, I'm leaving. There's no coming back from that. I'd be like, how the fuck? This is one of them fucking movies where right before I get hit in the face, it's like, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> I just can't believe people's families are crazy, but I just could not imagine like going there, fighting your brother-in-law, fighting your sister, your own sister. Yeah. And your mom. Yeah, it's it's all bad. Whether or not he was on whose side or not, he should have broke up that fight. Yeah. The fact that you see a video of his sister and his rumored girlfriend in a fight and he's just standing there watching it is just bad. And Even then if like that's I just his friend. Like what are you yeah, doing? It's all it is is bad judgment and it shows you in a bad light to where it's like, well, you encourage these type of things. You encourage violent altercations instead of 
problem solving and uh, being the bigger person. So when it becomes a question of your role in something, people are going to assume that you, you're you a little bit of an instigator because you're definitely not a peacemaker. Yeah, but, I, um, just to be standing there where your sister's getting beat up, I, I just can't believe yeah. it. I'm, I'm in shock. I'm at loss for words. Yeah, and so like I said later in the day, that video had leaked about that part of the altercation. You also see Blueface put on a video on Instagram uh, Krishan's laying on the floor and he's behind the camera. He has the camera on her and he's like, so why'd you, why'd you beat him up like that? Why'd you bleed him like that? Talking about his mother and his sister. Also just outright implying and saying that I didn't do shit. Krishan's the one who did it and kind of makes her not makes her, but like wants her to admit to doing it on camera in front of him. And that's what she does. She says, they gave me no choice. That doesn't make him look any better. No. Now there is a little bit more background. Krishan tries to text message the sister and apologize. And there's back and forth and stuff. But just know that uh, we don't hear much more from the sister. Like occasionally she speaks up. But you, the mother doesn't stop talking. The mother, uh, Carlissa, had pretty much disowned Blueface, said, you're the devil. Uh, you're not my son. You're terrible to let this happen. I just read, she said, you brought this trash bag and her dog around me and all this other stuff. Was it her but, real dog? Like, was there an actual dog? Oh, like, I have no idea. It could have uh, been. She could have had a dog. Or a slain dog. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the thing is that what you, uh, what I won't say, but I'm just going to tell you right now is that in any and all altercations or incidences I named between uh, Blueface and Krishan from this moment, his mother inserts herself always because you always see her on the shade room or the neighborhood talk because they're posting her response to whatever has happened. So she claims she doesn't have a son. He put her he put her out the house. He's this, he's that. There was a rumor that they broke up and he kicked Krishan out the house. Oh, that's what you get. My son deserves better. You're this, you're that. There's a rumor that he's back with his baby mama's uh, Jaden instead. I always thought Jaden was a better woman. She deserves my son. My son wants to be with his family and not no bitch like you. Like she's, she likes the drama, the attention as well. So the apple don't fall too far from the tree is what you see. Oh, hate to see it. Yeah, because I had sympathy when I heard about that fight, because that's crazy to have your own son go against you. But when I kept seeing things about Blueface in the news, followed by his mother trying to like be on his side, but but uh, trash Krishan at the same time, but they're still not talking, but nobody is like affirming her statements either like Jaden don't say amen thank you blue face mama like nobody is bagging her up she's inserting herself in this after saying that this is not what she wants no heroes here no heroes blue face recorded Krishan saying that and you will see this is a common theme after something happens with them publicly they will go back to Instagram either he or she will have a camera in the other's face talking about what happened that night how it could have been better, how this happened and how that happened. And just literally giving 
everybody in the world a peek into that dysfunctional ass relationship they have. I've seen some of these videos and they are very off. They're very almost like hostage situation. Like, yeah. tell them what happened. Tell them what happened. And she'd be like, no, no. And he's like, no, tell them, tell them. And it's. Krishan like, always looks fucked up or she always looks annoyed. Or she's and like the, laying down or like. That too. Something like he, she's sleeping. And he just like pulls the phone up on her. I don't know. It's, it's very mm -hmm. odd behavior that I don't know how to explain it. Besides saying it almost was like a hostage video. Yeah, and, uh, and and Blueface is always very, like, ambivalent or passive-aggressive or just trying to, like, push her buttons behind the camera. So it's Yeah, just, just kind of like, see, I told you she was the one who fought them. Mm -hmm. It wasn't me. She's the one who did it. Knowing that they both were equally not good for each other and equally toxic. I mean, you could say one's toxic... One's more toxic than the other, but together it honestly doesn't even matter because they're both just so unhealthy that they just can't be together, period. Well, they shouldn't be together. The next stop in 2022 is in August where you see a video of Jonathan and Krishan in Hollywood, California, having a good old Hollywood scuffle. And it seems uh, from the video, Krishan is unfortunately like hitting blue face multiple times like uh striking him in the face and chest trying to rip his shirt off i don't know if she was trying to grab his phone or she was just trying to grab him but they're just dysfunctional being videotaped by this tmz reporter who at one point at the end says he was the first bystander on the scene which he was doing nothing, he didn't call the police or anything. He just kept saying, whoa, you got to get away from that. Whoa, that's not good. Whoa, that's crazy. I also would like to say that if you look at this video, you see the enabling behavior. I'm not blaming Blueface because even though people did say he was hitting Krishan, if, if I have to go by where the video started, you mostly see Blueface trying to restrain Krishan from hitting him. But he doesn't get away from her. He walks a few steps away from her, but he stays in her general area where she can still get to him. She, He does not leave. He does not go into a different building or uh, get his... Because I know they're not just out solo dolo. I know, I know it's just not him and her out. They have to have an entourage. They have to at least have a security guard. But nobody is stopping this you have the public like a couple of like civilians try to come in between them and then you see like this big ass security guard eventually step into frame and it's just like this is enabling behavior y'all like getting caught out like this because why is it not taken privately why are you not leaving the area the environment getting her somewhere safe and moving or or staying as she gets moved you're letting this happen and she is so out of it that she don't care how she gets you she wants to get you and at this point they are officially together right yes and no at one point they say that they're together they're seen together kissing and stuff like that it's not until like september october where uh krishan makes that post where she's officially his girlfriend and then a day or two later he says he's still fucking his baby mama. So even when they were officially together, they still are never really officially together. And I don't 
like you said, we just we see this few clips of their fight. Yeah, we don't see about. and anything else before or after. I I don't want to say this is what he's exactly doing, but it kind of leads me to believe just because you said he doesn't walk away, he he he's not really trying to get away. That he knows the cameras are rolling, and yeah. he he's he's kind of like this master of. I'm going to put the blame on her, so I know she's going to hit me, and I want the camera to see that she's hitting me. I think it's kind of planned on his part. I'm not saying that. I I do feel like they they are both hitting each other. Yeah. I just think right there he's restraining himself more. Yeah. Later in the night, again on Instagram, Blueface has his camera on himself at first, showing his black eye that, you know, Krishan gave him because she did hit him in the face. And then he puts the camera on Krishan. She's in bed like we you talked about. And then he's asking why she hit him. He would he called her like a uh, called her. Oh, he called her like a heavyweight champion, telling the camera, us, the audience that, you know, she won't leave me alone. She'll never leave me. I, I even offered her money and she won't leave me. And then he turns the camera on. Krishana says, uh, if I give you a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to leave me. And uh, she essentially refuses. Like, it comes out mumbled. It takes her a second. But she basically says no. And just a few weeks after this incident in Hollywood, they have another incident. And this just time... Before we move on, though, just that whole point of, are you going to leave me? Say it for the camera. Are you going to leave me? It's... I don't know if it's like a way to humiliate her, a way to get the naysayers off their back. It... it it's just very odd to see him do that. Like, why is he making this even more public? You know what? Until, I don't know why. I, I think I'm going to just say this because I feel like it just popped into my head when you said what you said. I don't think Jonathan cares about Krishan at all. I think he never did care about her. I don't think he really loves her. I think he sees her as a stepping stone, as a piece, as a prop that he can use to better himself. It was the Blue Girls Club, and then essentially it didn't go anywhere. It started to lose momentum. People stopped caring. They were calling you a cult leader and a weird, creepy-ass motherfucker. Uh -huh. And so you had this one ride-or-die, die-hard girl who, in, in this era, is when she started to get the tattoos. She got uh, his name on her neck. She got his face on her neck. She got Jonathan's pussy right above her bikini line. Like she was dedicated. I think he saw that because he saw that and he wants to exploit it to show how irresistible he is, how essentially what I think he thinks, how crazy Krishan is and just just building off of it because what you don't see is that him and his mother's child have had problems but he's never aired her out in this way even when she was destroying his car you know he didn't he they don't do like this in public now granted Jaden probably probably is a different person than Krishan but you just see the way that he's treated other women but it's like Krishan's different I feel like for Sean, he, he he doesn't care about her image ever being repaired. When stuff comes out about them, he always 
talks about what he didn't do and implicates what she did because he wants the benefits without any of any bad consequences. He doesn't want to be known as a woman beater. He doesn't want to be known as an abuser. He just wants you to know that he got this chick who will do anything for him and will never leave him. He also has that with Jaden, but that's the mother of his children. He sees her as respectable. He sees her as off limits, but he sees Krishan as somebody he can trash. Yeah. Krishan is going to, and this is the way I'm just seeing it, is going to do whatever she has to do to prove that she loves or she's there. She's a ride or die for Blueface. She's, I lost my tooth for you. I'm going to get tattooed for you. I'm going yeah. to do whatever you want me to do for you. Yeah. I'm going to tell the world it was my fault. I'm going to tell the world that you could pay me millions of dollars and I'm going to take it. And mm-hmm. with Blueface, it's kind of, you know, like we said, misogyny is always trending where it's like, look how good I got this bitch trained. Look how I can do this. Look how I can do mm-hmm. that to her. And she's going to do it. And it's kind of different because I saw, and I don't know if you would get into it, where Krishan has said that she had an abortion from Blueface. I, I, I wasn't actually, but uh, I thought about mentioning it after I just said that um, he's okay with the mother of his children because you see, she got pregnant. He did not want her to have that child. Now, granted, she could have not listened and gone ahead with it, but she wants to appease to him. He doesn't want anybody but Jayton at this point uh, bearing his children. He sees it as less than if Krishan were to have a child with him. Yeah, she's in his eyes, He's she's always going to be the side chick. She's always going yeah. to be the chick who does stuff for him. And it's a very toxic thing because when Krishan is, I'm going to give, 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 and he's just, I'm going to take, 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 it's, it's not good. Yeah. So like I had said, um, after the Hollywood uh, incident, even just two to three weeks later in that same month, there was another incident between him and Krishan. This time Krishan is arrested. The video that is shown, it does show Blueface putting his hands on Krishan. More like trying to grab her and push her and do all that other stuff. When the video comes out of Krishan being arrested, Blueface uh, has a video saying, free rock and saying that uh that video wasn't what y'all thought it was she didn't get arrested because we were fighting she got arrested because of trespassing basically she was apparently somewhere she wasn't supposed to be a closed bar and they called the police on her so that's why Blueface didn't get arrested and she did yeah i think in the video of them fighting you see her go like behind a bar area yeah exactly was that Blueface's fault, no, but it's just another instance of their toxicity leaking out again once they are in public because of their trust issues and just the way that they behave themselves along with the alcohol consumption because they, she, I mean, especially, I don't know if Blueface is a drinker, but we know just via the videos and her demeanor that Krishan does indulge in alcohol a fair amount. That Blueface clears up that he had nothing to do with Krishan's arrest and that he wasn't the reason that she was arrested. He didn't put charges or anything on her. And then they're relatively okay. You see them back together. Then with a whole camera crew around, there is another altercation with Krishan's family and Jonathan. 
This is another case of Jonathan not being in the wrong. When you see the other video, you see that Krishan's dad actually did swing on Blueface first. Oh. Like walks up to him, tries to hit him, gets him a little bit. And then you see the other video where essentially Jonathan knocks Krishan's dad out. But initially, from what I remember on the timeline, it was the blue face knocking out Krishan's dad first that came out before everybody saw that the father did actually hit blue face first. Initially, everybody was on blue face's head, but then he kind of got cleared out of that one. Uh, Krishan was on Twitter going back and forth between, oh, this, I can't believe this happened. Everything just went wild zero to 60 then to accuse it like talking shit about her dad saying like he was an abuser and he started it so it, it was just a lot going on at this point though too Krishan gets in a fight with your family your sister and mm-hmm. possibly your mom and he's gonna fight with the dad it's like how how, how do y'all happening? get yeah what is the why are the family so divisive as well as the the children because <laughs> they're the children uh in this relationship like why are y'all so violent why do we always have to wear uh solve our problems with fists put the fist down resist the fist yeah and with all this trouble and the bad vibes that are in the air between you know the fights with the family the fights between them what ends up being announced their own reality tv show called Crazy in Love, ha! Only on Zeus, the new network for trash reality TV. That's where Black China show was. Oh, shame. I was never watching that either. I'm glad it was on Zeus. If this is- Isn't she on another reality show on Zeus? Black China? No. Krishan? Krishan. Yes. She's on that fucking, it's it's something baddie show and it has, Natalie Nunn on there. I run Ally. I don't know them. You but remember her? No. Oh, they call her the Crimson Chin because she had a big ass chin. That sounds familiar. Yeah, if you see a, a picture, you'll know. Yeah. So if this isn't promoting, you know, bad behavior, toxic relationships, and uh, fucked up dynamics, I don't know what it is. But I can't be mad at Zeus by themselves because it's not like. Zeus reinvented the wheel. Like they're just doing the same old thing that all networks and apps and streaming platforms and devices have done before them. I think it's kind of, we already know there's domestic violence happening. You can argue who's to blame for that. And like, if you want to be the devil's advocate, but to give them a show, it, it, it does not seem wise. Oh, I agree. In fact, people want them to cancel the show, it especially after what has happened re- recently. You think why so? Are, yeah. Why are we trying to boost that up called crazy and love? That's not what Beyonce was talking about. That is true. Bad connotations to that terrible Beyonce song. I, it, it just has me saying, uh-oh, uh-oh. Like, I don't like it at all. I hate you. Yeah, it, it's a bad play on words. Um, especially knowing their history throughout this, but you knew what you were doing when you called it that. And it's even more of a poor choice of a show after the latest allegations and rumors and videos. It's just like, 
let's just cut all ties. Let's not even wonder, put the alleged in front or behind, and let's just clean slate this and get rid of the project. Uh, yeah, and there's another video up there that I don't think you're going to mention because I think it was before the arrest, but where she like took his phone and he ripped out her hair or something. Oh, yes. I kind of put some of these in just via memory because I knew that there was a lot more. But yes, you are right. That did happen. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fucked up too. I totally it, forgot about that. He like broke that. down the, she ran to the restroom. He broke down yeah, the door. Yeah, he broke down the door. The, and that's crazy. Uh, and then he's all, on camera like, show them your hair, show them your hair. Yes. I can't believe I forgot that one. Yeah, it, it, it's totally fucked up. You're breaking down a door to get your phone. Why don't you fucking leave? Fuck the $100,000. Fuck asking her. You know this ain't a good situation. Jonathan, why haven't you left, Jonathan? Because you need Krishan. I and just, not in a good way. I feel like he needs her because ain't nobody checking for his ass. Yeah, I just don't understand why Zeus would carry on with the show. Like, what was that show? Uh, Chad and Eve? With Chad Ocho's... Eve and Ocho. Eve and Ocho. Where, when he headbutted her, you know, it was yep. the end of that show on VH1. Mm-hmm. This is how it should be. That it should be the end. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence should not be gaining a platform. Agreed. Yeah, that should happen. They had already filmed the whole thing, filmed their wedding... They said, fuck that. It never aired. And yeah, yeah, you're right. That's exactly how it should be. But like I had said, Zeus is one of these gutter companies. They don't care. Like the. The trashier, the better. They want that. To them. Yes. To them. They, they honestly do not care about mental health or physical health. They literally only care about the, the revenue, the money, the profits, the attention, the clicks, the engagement. They don't care about that other stuff. As evidence, as if you look through their whole entire roster of the shows they used to have, they, they have now, and that they will have. None of their shows, when you read them, speak to quality, speak to care, speak to real uh, creativity or originality. It's all reused, recycle um, ideas with different reality celebrities hosting them. Yeah, it. I'm looking at their roster now and it does seem like it's reality celebrities who kind of lost a show somewhere else mm-hmm. and they landed here. Mm-hmm. They don't have to pay them very much. And then the people they audition to get on the show they barely have to pay them anything. And so it's a win-win-win for them. Towards the top of this website that I'm looking at, their website, Krishan Rock and Blueface, Crazy in Love, is at the top. That's crazy. By the way, that was Jinx fucking tossing my mic back box on the <laughs> ground like she don't give a fuck about what I got to do. Yeah, and, and that's crazy that you're telling me that it's being displayed and promoted at the top. Because yeah, I mean, I didn't 53 look. Fifty-three second teaser. See, it's so it's like they have no intention of of scrapping it. And oh my god! Oh, so who was? So one of the YouTube. I follow a couple T pages. You know, one of the most popular ones like the Neighborhood Talk, Shade Room, Baller Alert. But as far as like who do I listen to, the person I listen to on uh, YouTube the most is 
this woman called Lovely T. And she does very in-depth, deep reports on celebrities. She's very knowledgeable. She she knows her shit. And I was watching a, a video on the latest Blueface and Krishan altercation. And she says towards the end of the video, it's like, you gave them the show, you're promoting it, and you, they keep having these altercations. He's putting his hands on her, she's putting his hands on him. So when one of them ends up dead, what's going to happen then? What are we going to say when we've had chances to stop this? I think Sue should be held accountable. And they might as they might well because you know there's always been you know uh, families have been known to sue, sue production companies, writers, all types of people for wrongful death suits if they know that you've known about a situation and you decided not to do anything about it and instead enable it or ignore it. Because even like this just gives them another reason to stay together instead of being apart. It's where we'd all stay together for the show. We got to make money. You're going to lose this. And there's that whole rumor of like Blueface and his management funneling Krishan's money through him. Like she doesn't get her own money sent to her. That is not. Well, yeah, if if he's her manager, that makes sense. And I don't know if that's still going on because, you know, she ain't doing music no more. That was for the music. But, but if I'm she sure that deal up to get all her her shit through him, then, yeah, it's fucked up. She yeah, I have access. I don't even know how their contract would be, like what all he's managing, if it's just music or is it those reality show appearances too? Yeah, especially since they're always together. So yeah, it's just not it's not a good look. It's it's just bad news. Um the only person who is um benefiting from the situation is Blueface. Krishan is not getting anything. Her mental health is declining. It could be her physical health soon enough. You, you're not financially stable. You don't have any knowledge about your financials at all. You have no financial literacy. So you're completely dependent on him and his crew, which it doesn't seem like they have any concern for you. And um, she's going to be mocked publicly for abuse cycle that she's not the only one to blame for. Where, whereas Blueface is a man, so he does benefit from <laughs> misogyny and just being able to maybe walk away from this and not be famous anymore, but no real consequences. She's always going to have to see the clips of herself doing what she did. She'll probably have those tattoos forever or at least the memories and you know she'll, she'll always have to deal with this error in her life whereas Blueface, the way he conducts himself he can easily remove this chapter from his life and keep moving yeah and not to knock Krishan, but you said physically i mean you could just tell before this whole situation with the blue house or whatever the fuck it's called she did have more of an athletic body she was more athletic i don't think that's oh, something yeah. she does anymore yeah, and the 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 partying lifestyle definitely will change your body. Yeah, because you're putting stuff into it that you you didn't used to, so and, it gets dependent on that. So yeah, you're right. In that way, her physical health it will decline. Yeah, 
I see people all the time, you know, saying Trishaw needs to leave him and almost making a joke out of it, just not getting, understanding that it is a cycle of domestic violence. It is something mm -hmm. that happens all the time with domestic violence. Just because he hits her once or she hits him does not mean they're going to break up. And when they do break up, it's not the end. It's the cycle. It's the cycle that's going to keep repeating itself. Yeah, because ultimately she has to get help so she can try to heal herself to stop making those decisions or fall back into the mindset that she was before as well as Blueface needing to get some healing on why does he have to treat people the way that he does and act so blase about the human condition to finish it up in the last month they've gone back and forth on social media about them both being together and broken up even in during that time Krishan had said like I said made it official said that they were boyfriend and girlfriend then a day later there she had a video asking him is he still messing around with his baby's mama and he was like well yeah you know that she even released a snippet of here's the thing I don't know if she released a snippet of them having a sex tape or she was on Instagram showing them having sex and it got clipped I don't know but at one point I logged on Twitter and I saw I saw some things at an angle I was not expecting. Yeah, either way, something got out there. That but just it was by like, Krishan's hand. Yeah. Um, so they've been going back and forth in different ways like that. Going back, uh, Krishan and Jaden have gone back and forth via social media and their relationship with Blueface because he was with Krishan all those days and nights and weeks on the Instagram. And then one day on Instagram, Jaden shows Blueface in her bed saying hey what's up with you and he's like like you know it's one of those check checkmate type of moves you know? i got your man yeah you you hate that bitch so you want to show her that you can get him anytime because he's your he's the father of your child or he'll come every time you call that type of thing which it just makes y'all both look weak for this trash ass man y'all both could do better i hate that mentality of i got your man and it's yeah it it just benefits the man, <laughs> like these two exactly. fighting over him. Jaden don't look good. Krishan don't look good. Blueface, unfortunately, got people thinking, oh, my God, he can just play these motherfuckers like, he can juggle these bitches like balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with them going back and forth on social media about being together, broken up, about Krishan talking to other men, about him messing with Jaden on the side their whole business relationship and the benefits and downsides of that. There's just been a whole endless loop of drama discussing the same issues that they've had from the beginning mixed in with the new issues that they have now. And uh, the most recent altercation that was showcased publicly happened less than a week ago. And this is the last thing I saw before I decided I was going to do Krishan and Blueface. And that is when Krishan posted on her Instagram that video of her face looking not quite bruised, but definitely swollen and bloodied. Um, saying that Blueface had put his hands on her, beat her up basically because he found out she was texting another man or thought she was texting another man. Honestly, it doesn't even matter if she was or wasn't. That went through Instagram and Twitter like wildfire. Everybody was on there saying what they thought, 
saying that they she deserved it because she hasn't left. She knew what type of person he was. People saying that she was lying. And how do we know the truth? Uh, people giving her sympathy and encouraging her to leave him because she could do better and she's going to get herself hurt. There was just a myriad of responses when this video came out because it was just so unexpected but expected. And the whole fucking, the gag is, like, the whole time he's been with her, he's been cheating on her, texting other women. And yeah. when she, she was a side chick, too, so, like, she does it and you're to hit her, fight her, like, it doesn't make sense. How do you do it? Mm -hmm. And it's and not a problem. You're on camera saying, yeah, you know that, you know that, and then she does it, and it's yeah. a huge fucking problem. So as she's also on this video explaining what has happened to her, you hear a man, she doesn't put the camera on anybody else but her face, but you hear a man in the background who she's talking to, saying, asking these questions or accusing him of putting his hands on her. And you hear him, uh, what, was, what was that one specific part he said? I was like, what? Oh, damn, I, I should have wrote it down. But he, uh, the man says like, okay, or and okay when they say like, you put your hands on me. And I was just like, whether you knew the camera was on or not, if somebody claims or accuses you of hitting them and you didn't hit them, you wouldn't respond with like a, a statement like, whatever or and or okay like you would say man ain't nobody do that or i didn't do that or you try you did that to yourself or why are you saying that to me like there would be some sort of defenseness that whether it's suspicious or not i feel like you would defend yourself you wouldn't just acquiesce <laughs> i think and okay just means it's happened before it's gonna happen again it, it could be, and I'm not 100% sure which word he said, but he said one of those words. Yeah, just and we, we're not sure it's blue it. face. I just, I just said it was a man because, like I said, the camera wasn't on him, but we all assume it was blue face because that's the only man that Krishan lets herself be seen with publicly. Um, you also hear somebody in the background say something about, uh, like, weren't you just trying to get out of the car? And she says something like, God, I just want to get my money. I was trying to leave the car, leave the situation. So that's what I gathered from that video of the parts I watched. She's very emotional. She's crying. Her face, like her mouth is bloody. Her face is swollen. It does look like she got hits. But then I think it was a day later, a day or two later, less than, she walks the claims back. She says that she had a bad trip. She was off the Casamigo. She was drunk and that she was trying to jump out the car and Blueface or somebody else was trying to, to save her and help her that she, uh, that Blueface didn't beat her. Okay. Sure. Now, um, you got a lot of people who are half on half on this. Like, I don't, I don't want to say half and half. I've seen a lot more people who kind of believe that the first one is the, the truth and that the second story is more of a cover-up. Um, I've heard people say that she was lying from the get-go because it didn't make sense. Um, me personally, 
based off their hot and cold back and forth behavior, I'm inclined to believe that they did allegedly get into some sort of altercation. And then when they made up or saw that Blueface being a public abuser is not good for the brand, and they decided they still wanted to work together, the show's still coming out, that she wanted to clean it up a little bit. You know, say what she's been saying or saying what the narrative has already been, which is Krishan's out of control. Krishan got a little rowdy. Krishan got a little drunk. Krishan did it to herself. Yeah, and just give enough plausible deniability that people are going to be like, that yes. sounds right. That's understandable. He was, he was just trying to help her and he, she got roughed up. And I thought it was interesting how in the initial video of her showing off her face, in the background, somebody mentions her trying to get out of the car. And now this is the whole reason why her face is essentially fucked up is that she tried to jump out of the car. And the first, second, third thing I was thinking is how the fuck does your mouth get bloody and your face, your eyes get swollen from trying to jump out of a car? So is she saying that she accomplished jumping out of the car or he just so happened to punch her in the face to stop her from jumping out the car? She's not, she's saying that she was not hurt or punched. She's saying that she was trying to jump out of the car and somebody, or Blue, or, oh, let me see, let's read it. So, oh, that, no, yeah, that Blue Face rescued her. He tried to uh, keep her from jumping out. So, sorry, guys, I had a mental breakdown slash bad trip with the liquor, trying to jump out of a moving car on a free, freeway. I will be working on my mental health and liquor habits. It says that uh, Krishan says she's bl she blacked out and was trying to jump out of their car on the highway and that blue face was pulling her back to safety. This is according to TMZ. She also says she was the one hitting him. In other words, she's completely changing her tune on what happened here. I don't like it. It's, it's always with domestic violence situations where this, the story changes and... The woman takes the blame of why it happened. And I'm not saying Krishan's the perfect victim either. She most likely is hitting him too, but they're, they just need to separate. Yeah, this is what I, I, I will say before we kind of, you know, bring this officially to a close and end it, is that um, Krishan is an abuser too. We've literally seen her put her hands on Blueface and punch him in the face. I understand that. So I think it is perfect when we've had two video situations of her being the uh, could be aggressor slash abuser. I think it's 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 a very coincidental that now when we see her face messed up, which is less let's document out of all the altercations they've had besides the whole phone phone bathroom situation that I forgot to mention that you brought up, thankfully. She's never had marks on her. So now we have a video where we don't know how the marks happened, but she's saying at first that it was Blueface who did it. And now 24 hours have passed and now it's convenient to go back to what the other videos in the past had shown, which is, well, no, Blueface actually didn't do anything. I forgot and blacked off blacked out off the liquor and it was actually me who was hitting him like those other times and I was trying to jump out of a car.
and he was saving me. It's just so coincidental, but uh, still trying to align with the other videos that had more context than this, than this video. And it almost seems like it's escalated now. A lot more. Yeah, because like I said, you never saw Blueface act too out of pocket in public. He knew how to restrain himself. He knew what he was doing. But you just we just don't know what's going on when the cameras are off. And like I said, uh, Krishan has has put her hands on him too. But yeah, it's just it's 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 a bad thing waiting to happen. One of these people, one of these people are going to be irreparable like the damage will not be able to be recovered from. And that could be uh, their reputation slash career, or it could be themselves, their bodies. I just feel like it's not going to a good road. Somebody's going to get too jealous. Um, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt too much. Somebody's going to get way more famous and leave the other. Somebody's going to get dropped, killed. I don't even know. It's, it's not... It's, I don't see them breaking peacefully is what I'm saying. No, I can only see them separating once Blueface kind of realizes she's no longer benefiting him. I, yeah. And, I, and right I, now she is still benefiting him. Yes, I agree. But um, the only thing I can hope for is these two are still very young. They're in their early mid 20s so all i can hope is that if for some reason we are wrong and they do end up peacefully or at least amicably separating to the point where there is little to no damage that they look back on this behavior and absolutely cringe and and are horrified for the example and image that they put out there and do a complete 180. That's all you can ask for at this point, because we're not getting anything. <laughs> so all you can do is hope. I live on hope. Yeah, I, I'm not that hopeful. I I wish for the best for them, but I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I do too. Like I said, they're neither one of these people are are, are my people, but there's no need to have. Uh, more violence in the world. So I'm just going to hope that they get their shit together separately. The Soon. only time they're not fighting is when they're fighting each other's family. Like, how does that happen? That's not funny. It's not. Uh, but it made me laugh, unfortunately. <laughs> like, how does that happen? Like, the only time you guys can team up is when you're fighting each other's family. Like, how? Yeah. They only are powerful separate i mean they're only powerful uh against the family powers yeah i don't get that like we're either going to fight other people or to fight each other and wonder twins unite yeah fucking going power rangers out there on people it doesn't make sense it and then you got the family i don't want to talk too much shit about them because i don't know them i don't know that much information about them but they don't seem that healthy either. Yeah. I'll leave you off with this. In that 2019 New York Times profile about Blueface, he says this quote that stood out to me, which he is describing, Jonathan is describing Blueface as a character. 
like his uh, alter ego, like his rap ego. And he says, quote, Blueface is probably 10 times Jonathan. Every rapper, I don't give a fuck what they tell you. They got two different personalities. They not like that when they're at home. And reading the story uh, of how Blueface got started, um, the things going on with his family, what happened when he got with Krishan, it just leads me to believe that over time, I don't think this is the same. I think he probably went from having Jonathan as being his mainstay and Blueface as his persona for the outside world. I think he started to morph uh, them together to the point where there is no difference. They are two sides of the same coin. And that is why when it comes to the situations he gets himself into, you don't have much sympathy or empathy because you don't see different sides of him. You just see that same old blue face. Mm. Good ending. So we like to end the episode with a positive note, a little sunshine. Uh, we like to share a piece of media that means something to us or has been on our mind. Uh, would you like to go first? I can, because I come prepared. Oh, I like that. Come on, prepare. So we do have a write-in today. Oh, for real? We do. It's from Jacob from the podcast Hits Don't Lie. And them hits show enough. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote in, oh, I have a media I have been meaning to send in. After mm. Netflix released the Sandman show a while back, I bought the audible versions of the story. I love them so much. The stories are perfectly voiced and so much of it is either different from or has more detail compared to the Netflix story. Chapter three of the story just recently came out and I'm excited to start it. Hashtag not an advert. <laughs> <laughs> Short and sweet. Um, have it you was. heard of the Sandman? I have in passing. I have no idea what it's about. And now that I know it's on Netflix, at least I know where to find it. But no, I, I, I haven't heard about this really. I did not know it was on Netflix, but I it is one of those things that always pops up on my Audible. And I okay. I've been wanting to like, should I check it in? Because I, I hear it's like good reviews and people love it. Mm -hmm. but yeah, like you said, I have no clue what it's about, but it, it his it has message to do something with sand or sleep. <laughs> I mean, that's that's your working theory. Working theory on on what my knowledge is based off Sandman. <laughs> uh huh. I think of sleep. You like the song, Mister Sandman. <sighs> but thank you so much, Jacob, for writing that in. And Jacob is at Hits Don't Lie, like we said. Wonderful podcast. Yes. Shout out, Aaron. Hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I guess I can say mine now. I was about to say, I mean, I, I would move on, but I was about to say, you ain't getting out of this media. I actually had a different one coming into the show. Oh, no. But... I fucked it up. <laughs> no, just this kind of discussion <laughs> made me think of this song, which made oh. me think of this album. Oh. So the album, no. Should I do the song or the album first? Let's do the song. Um, Chicken or the Egg. I know. And this, okay. The album is, are you ready for it? Yes. The Writings on the Wall by Destiny's Child. Oh. oh. 
Of course, such an iconic album that has Bugaboo. Bills, bills, bills. Bills, bills, jumpin', jumpin', say my name. But there's also So Good, which I really love. Okay. And it doesn't give, you know, it's not one of their popular ones, but I love So Good. It's just talking about, you know. So good. They're doing So, 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 So Good. And, you know, it's about naysayers telling them they're not going to do good. And they're just there to tell them they are going to do good. And then mm-hmm. there's another song on there called She Can't Love You. And it's talking about seeing her ex-boyfriend with a new girlfriend and, you know, saying, she can't love you like I can. Um, there's a lyric in it that made me think of it. I checked out her style, the way she smiled, the way she moved, the things she said, the way she looked at me like I got your man. <laughs> that just made me think of it. The whole I got your man thing. It's such a great album. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like the the Dusty Child we really know. Yeah, that was that was uh first album. There are foursome um straight out of Texas. Yeah, I loved it. My actually my 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 B side hit from writings uh the writings on the wall is actually if you leave. I found that like six, seven years ago off a of fluke, just accidental flipping through the CD. And I said, Oh shit, I kinda like this one. Do you like confessions? I don't know. I can't I can't think of it right off the top of my head, the the sound. So no. Now that I keep like the more I look at this album chat list, it's like I used to love this album so much. I might have to, yeah, I'm gonna have to add that because I can't remember Confessions right now. But I, I know, I know that song, but I don't know it right now. It, yeah, it's such a good album. You know why? Because all I can think is, let us leave your man at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's going in my brain right now. Since you said jumping, jumping. <laughs> all right. Is any more to add about the Destiny's Child? No, I just love that album. It's when I first listened to it, though, I was not, you know, funny enough. When Destiny's Child first came out, I was not a Beyonce fan. I was like, oh, I love the other one or this one. Yes, I, I, I think I have I admitted that I was not a Beyonce fan because of the Beyonce hate train. Really? No, I, I literally, I can remember this from my childhood. No bullshit, right? Uh-huh. I, I mean, I like Destiny Child. They had great songs. I listened to them. But I can't remember the year. But it was specifically when, you know, the Matthew rumors of her getting special treatment were coming out. And on the radio, they were just talking about Beyonce like a dog saying, yeah, she kicked those girls out the group. And she always has to be in the center. She doesn't talk to the other girls like that. They're not her friend. It was like the media propaganda against Beyonce. And I used to believe it. I used to be like. They really tried it at first. Yeah, I was like, Beyonce is a bitch. And, I, you know, when you're a child it, who's been bullied by bitches, you kind of get sensitive to, like, you hearing about a singer you like being like that. So I did not fully embrace how much I loved Beyonce. Like, I, of course, I started to warm up to her, but I became a Beyonce stan when four came out. That was oh. when I, That was when I officially was like, oh, yeah, I'm all in. Now, I still liked Beyonce during... Um, Dangerously in Love and B-Day, but I 
and what's the what's the third one? Um, why am I not, why am I blanking on this? I am Sasha Fierce. I am Sasha Fierce. Yes, cause oh, bitch, the Lady Gaga video phone. I was at, I was at the <laughs> tip of the iceberg. That's what. But yeah, I was not a full stand because everybody kept saying she was like this mean person, this terrible person. Damn. But that was just the media trying to fuck you up. And then I was like, oh yeah, fuck y'all. Yeah, Beyonce is the greatest. I've I always liked Beyonce. I just liked other. My favorite was always Michelle in the group. I thought really, I always every, acted like it was Kelly, but it was always Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> every time you know, I would hear Michelle's voice. I I always loved Michelle's voice and the songs. And do you remember the Mad TV, the emotions yes, parody? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, that one was great, and I feel yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that the whole video is pretty much you know them saying Beyonce's going solo and she doesn't yeah. meet the other girls. But I think I've always been a fan, but I think I really fell in love with Beyonce during B-Day. When Ring the Alarm video came out, mm. I was hooked. She was good in that. It's not my favorite song, but I can appreciate Ring the Alarm. It's one of my favorites still. Like, it's a good, like, when I want to be loud, I like that. Sometimes I just think... She's going to be taking those, you know, the chinchilla coats. Mm, 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 mm. Why are you saying that? And I'm looking at this chinchilla right here in my kitchen. Because <laughs> I want to make the coat out of it. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to tell my sister. But yeah, that was. Oh, have you ever heard Through, Through With Love by Destiny's Child? <sighs> Probably so. If you like Michelle's voice, that's the song you got to listen to. Yeah, I. I definitely loved, what's their last album? Destiny Fulfilled? Yes. I felt like they all had their shiny moments on that album, and that's when I really loved Michelle. Lose My Breath. People don't appreciate it as much as it should be, especially Girl. the video. Bitch, they had three outfit changes. Bitch, it's lose, ooh, I could watch that all day. And just because we're on the Beyonce thing, I loved Beachella, Beachella, however you want to pronounce it. Yes. When she brought them out. Yes. Loved it. I love the soup. I remember watching the Super Bowl in your dorm room when those yes. bitches popped up from the stage. Oh my God. We popped up. We're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then she shut the lights off in that bitch. That was a great Super Bowl. <laughs> uh -huh. Still one of my favorites. Me, me too. Besides, you know, the, the one that came after with Beyonce. Yeah, it's still Beyonce, Beyonce, and Bruno. And Coldplay was there too. Yeah, they were there. <laughs> That's my media. Oh, shit. That was your media. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking so much, I thought I did mine. <laughs> shit. Okay. I thought we was really about... To, I, was, I was literally about to say, are you going to wrap up the show, Jose? <laughs> okay, let me do mine real quick. Okay, so um, here's the thing. <sighs> Takeoff died earlier this week. And I was very upset by it. I know that the Migos as a group have had their less than stellar moments, uh, stupid ass moments, especially regarding the LGBT uh, community. But I can't lie and sit there and say, you know, I wasn't hurt because he's the same age as me. Um, I started listening to these people when I was like 17, 18 myself. 
and with my sister Trisha specifically, I think she's the one who even really introduced the Migos to me because I, I had only heard Versace. Uh, despite the dumb things that I had not agreed with, I wanted to share one of my favorite projects from them, which was actually one of their mixtapes. You know, they did the culture thing, culture one, two, and three. And there's some great songs on there, iconic songs. But um, that's not where I really connected with the Migos with their music and started to really love them. It was actually the mixtape No Label 2. And it has some of their most like popular songs ever that really got them on the map, like uh, Handsome and Wealthy, Fight Night, and Freak No More. Those songs, as well as some others on there, just really cemented how much I like the Migos sound, how fond I was of their ad-libs and their rapping style. And um, it just memories as well with Trisha riding in the car. So there's been a lot of years where it's just been Trisha and me down the road, listening to her music and just really just soaking up the memories and the time and, and all that. So uh, No Label 2 is one of my favorite projects from the Migos. I was sad to see Takeoff die in the way that he died, especially before him and Quavo were about to put out that new project. And in the way that it was just the Migos history as it were, they were kind of fractured and kind of just left uncertain. So it was just in the fact it was just so random and so unnecessary. It was the shock of it all. Like as soon as I had like opened up my app and saw that it was like RIP takeoff. You know, sometimes you think things are a hoax or a misunderstanding. I had for, like, for some reason, I just knew it was real. And it was just, just sad. It was something that they're, they already talked, you were connected in some way. You weren't personally mm -hmm. bonded, but you, in, in some way, in some form, you felt connected. That's what I mean. Long roundabout way of saying that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very sad. I did not know he was your age. Yeah, I when it twenty eight is just so fucking young for such an unnecessary violent death. Yeah, that's the worst thing. No one deserves to die like that. Yeah, and this whole, these whole, this whole bystander bullshit of you trying to be concerned for the person who is hurt and injured, but you are simultaneously recording it is the most disgusting shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh. I don't like that I have to, I click on a name and I could automatically see somebody's death video. And that's the second time it happened. I saw it, it's just crazy. a video, yeah, before it, I even knew what was going on. It, it was just like the first scene on my feed. I'm like, mm -hmm. what the hell? And people yeah. are saying this is fake. People are making jokes since, because, I guess they thought they were fake. I hope they're not being that disrespectful. And it was just horrible. Like at the end of the day, they're celebrities. I get that. They're they're, you know, detached from us, but they have family, they have friends that they know in real life, and just to have their death posted on there is sick. Yeah. I just could never imagine viewing that on purpose, nor could I ever imagine being so heartless and cold in the moment to videotape that. As it's happening. Yeah, and then... That, and I always... wish those people were identified so that they could, uh, you know, get some of this, this social backlash. Because what the fuck... Is, why the fuck did you think that was okay? Why do it you need to not be identified? Gets me. Because, you know, that shit gets taken down 
But mm -hmm. then there's people in the comments like, oh, go to my Instagram and yeah. DM me. I got I got the video. I got the light. I got the screenshots. Like, why? Why are you just passing it on? Why are you trying mm -hmm. to profit off of it and get a follow and get a like just so you mm -hmm. can pass it around? Like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. And his loved ones have to see that forever. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it is it just uh it just hits the empathy part of me because you know I I have a brother, you know I have cousins, who you hang out in groups and you're just hanging out. Ain't nobody even on that type of stuff, and then shit just happens. It goes left. So yeah, that's it. Okay, so one more side note. I do have to give the biggest shout out to the biggest supporter and one of my favorite people. It is my sister's birthday officially at the time of this recording. Ooh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Trisha. I love you. I am so glad that you are my sister. And I am so glad that when I told you that I was going to do this podcast, the only things that have come out of your mouth then and now have been support, and love and just everything else positive. It's just so much appreciated because even if you think you are doing something great to have your family behind you is spectacular. Um, I hope you have a great day and I hope you keep listening to us. <laughs> keep listening. Definitely my favorite Scorpio. Yes. Well, you're <laughs> one, one of the of my only good ones. I'm about to say mine and you just shit it on the compliment. <laughs> yeah, definitely a top four Scor Scorpio in my life because I have four and I can't say who's my favorite because uh, two of them are listening. <laughs> so yeah, love you, Trisha. Happy birthday. As you know, I will be seeing you soon, but um, of course, and because Jose also helped me, uh, it's only right to give you a shout out on the best podcast ever. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's our episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us some media, you can write it in. You can send it to any of our socials. You can send it to our Gmail, which is saveyourstory at gmail.com. You can <laughs> you can write us on Instagram. That Don't. is <laughs> Save Your Sorry. You know, at Save Your Sorry. We update on the episodes there. And our Twitter is <laughs> at Save Your Sorry, but the your is spelled you are. Give us a follow, message us, tell us what you think about Krishan and Blueface. Tell us. Is it Krishan? Is it Christian? That's yeah. what I really want to hear. <laughs> if it's gonna be something totally different. And thank you guys so much for listening please leave us a review please leave us a rating that's pretty much all of it i think we'll be back next week with a new scandal new a new tale to tell um, thank you it's been wonderful bye see you bitches hey guys usually before recording me and katrina will catch up talk about some hot topics and just discuss a few things and what came up recently was the beef between Drake and Megan Salian. So I'm just going to clip that in here because I thought it was interesting and I didn't want to have to repeat the conversation, but it is a hot topic. So this is your little hot topic segment at the end. Thank you guys for listening.
Bye. How do you feel about Drake dissing Maiden the Stallion? He a bitch, like I always he knew is. he was. <laughs> and then he got fucking people trying to defend him. No, it's he's just talking about ass shots. At the war, at the at best, it was a double entendre, and at the yeah, at the worst, he was only talking about Megan. Uh, yeah, know, it's not with those specific lyrics. You got to be kidding, especially when you got fucking. You sitting there licking Nikki's ass, who's been calling Meg Bigfoot. Yeah, that's an earth layer to it. You yeah. hang out with Tori. Yeah, I, I, I already know. Gurgling nuts and everything. <laughs> I just can't stand Drake because it's like, it who who was that black woman? It's like, bro, you don't even really be with black women like that no more, except for Nikki. And then you come out and just start snapping on her. And you don't even what has Meg done to you? No, yeah, I think and you're not even hood like nigga. You grew up in the suburbs and you were Jimmy from Degrassi. If you are in Degrassi, I, you should be thankful you're even being taken seriously. I 100% agree. I think for the most part, he just he's going to you know that oh it. That's his defense, that he didn't even mean it. He meant, like, ass shots or whatever, which is stupid. It's yeah. just enough deniability for his dick writers to say, Maiden's always trying to start stuff with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there to listen to the album. After that, I was like, no. You lost my listen. <laughs> and who else did he just... Serena's uh, husband, yeah. which was weird. Like, bitch, that was forever ago as well. I thought that one was weird, especially since they're married. Married, he actually got a job. He he makes what ain't this motherfucking almost? No, he ain't a billionaire, but he got fucking money. Calling him a groupie because he likes to support his wife. Yeah, why are you in their business? Like that's married business. I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. Like they said, Drake only talks about women who he wants or who have scorned him. Yeah, I definitely see that now. It's I saw, embarrassing. Ugh. I might have retweeted, but someone said, like, you know, Drake was on his I'm a nice guy phase. Now he's on his incel phase. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. And somebody also made a good point. Takeoff has just died via gun violence. Oh, yeah. did a post talking about Takeoff, and then you're going to sit there and release this song. I mean, you released the album, but you re- this song snippet specifically about her is crazy. And one of Megan's songs on her latest albums is, what is NDA. Mm-hmm. And in it, you know, she raps. They only mention made it when they need press or whatever. Yes. And that, that seems to be so true because the baby just did it too when he, like, yes. no one's mentioning anything else about their albums besides when they're name dropping Megan or like trying to allude to her. I just don't get it. It's, it's terrible. No, and I, I really do be feeling bad because you got these, cr- it's like, <laughs> Megan knows she ain't wrong, but you got this fan base of assholes who are gaslighting you like, oh, you always getting over here talking about, like, bruh, these people are making videos, 
and planning rollouts to mention me. Yeah. <laughs> and then y'all got the nerve to, oh my gosh, it's been three years. Bitch, I'm not the one holding up the court date. Uh, they, just stupid shit like that. And it, mm. The fans just try to say, she's always trying to do something. Or you're saying it's her playing the victim again. I know. It burns my biscuits. I, it's crazy to me. And what's even more crazy to me is thinking Maid has not been in this game for a long time. She's been it for a very short time. So these are probably people that she's looked up to, people yes. that she was like amazed to be around. Besides like the yeah. baby, because he's probably new too. Yeah, fuck him. She came but, up with him basically. But you know, like Nikki, she did that song with her. They were supposed to be cool. And then Nikki's alluding to Maid want her to have that abortion or whatever she uh -huh. said, I'll take it to a clinic tomorrow. And now Drake, and it's just sad. These people on the game uh, should be praising her. I mean, she's done good. She seems to be keeping to herself for the most part. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, but I was shocked that I wasn't, because if you try and look at Drake's past, he's, he's always like a little messy like that. They can call Drake sassy forever. Uh, but yeah, that it just irked me so much to see that. For no 